You are listening to the Morning Bliss with Patricia Mandula. Service delivery watch on the Morning Bliss. Well, on uh, Brabenzito's birthday, uh, we are still going to be uh, sharing about service delivery. Nkulu, I haven't forgotten it's your birthday. <laughs> we started the morning off uh, on a, a, a bad footing because, yeah, things are happening. But, yeah, we're going to keep on reminding you up until midnight, okay? Uh, Miss N, thank you for that message. I'm not going to read it on air because it's just too emotional. You and I are going to get teary, Miss N. We're going to get teary. Let's look at the service delivery issue. We've got Councillor for Ward 109, uh, Councillor Peter Halfish, who's um, written a letter. I'm not going to go much into this letter. I'm going to allow the councillor himself to re- to tell us what the letter says and who it was addressed to and why he wrote this letter. A very good morning, uh, Councillor Peter Halfersh. It's uh, such a great pleasure having you on the show. Thank you very much, and thank you to your listeners for having me. So, this letter. Who is the letter to? Well, uh, this letter is uh, directed to the President himself. Um, I have written this letter to the President because I felt that I have not been able to get through to ESCOM to receive the assistance that we require. We've been struggling for many, many months with ESCOM. And, you know, I would not have written a letter to the president if I had received the assistance and um, the cooperation from ESCOM. So it's really out of desperation that we've now directed um, our request to the president instead of ESCOM. Mm. So this particular letter, you sent it to the president uh, two days ago. And uh, you, you say that... You know, you you write from one of the darkest places in South Africa. Describe how dark is dark, because I know everyone feels like their neighborhood is the darkest at this moment when it comes to the issue of load shedding. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, uh, I can tell you there are some dark places in South Africa, but this, I believe, is really one of the darkest places in South Africa. So, you know, everybody is experiencing load shedding at the moment. Um, and it is very difficult. It's almost unbearable for residents. In our ward, we have the same. Uh, we've got load shedding, and as far as possible, residents have tried to, you know, make peace with us and try to live with us. But unfortunately, um, over and above load shedding, the, the load shedding that we do experience, we also experience extended power outages. So, if I can just ex- describe it to you, you would, you, you know, after every single time that we have load shedding, when the power is supposed to be restored, um, like it is in many other wards, it is not restored in our ward. Um, this is because of failing in uh, um, ESCOM infrastructure. So, so when the power goes back on in other wards, it does not go back on in our ward. Um, uh, you will find that two or three hours after load shedding, in addition to load shedding, the power has not been restored. And now ESCOM has to dispatch their technicians. They now have to start doing an investigation to find out what the fault is. Once they find the fault, they now have to start working on that fault. Um, so on days, there are some days when we have no electricity at all. But there are other days when, let's, for example, say you would have had eight hours without electricity. You now sit without electricity for 16 or 
17 hours. Oh, Councillor Halfish. You sound like you live where I live. <laughs> you, I think your ward and my ward are probably the same place, just the only difference I'm in Joburg, you're in Cape Town. That's what happens. So, so, so the darkest place in South Africa is a repeat in many other places. What I'm trying to show you is that we are all in it. Every day I experience this. And I've gone to a point where I'm asking who will answer or heed to our cries. So in this letter, you outline what you are going through. Do you think you're going to get a response? And if it's a response for your ward only, and in my ward this does not happen, I'll be sad. Yeah, I think what we have to ask ourselves is when has this become acceptable? Um, I, I mean, there are many other wards that go through this, and I do agree with you there. But when has it become acceptable? When has it become acceptable for ESCOM not to respond uh, to our issues that we raise with them? And when has it become acceptable for people to have to live like this and have to suffer like this? So I would encourage every other ward to write to the president who does not um, receive a response from ESCOM because it cannot be acceptable for people to have to suffer like this. No, it can't be. It's not acceptable. Um, in uh, Guatem, which is in the East Rand, um, <laughs> it's been dark. Dark. And I think this is the third week. Yes, the power station blew up, but there, there's been no much activity to restore it. And then you see in, in pockets, maybe two blocks will have power in the entire community. People who had food in their refrigerators bought food for the month, for the week, whatever it was, end up having to throw that food away. No one is accountable. And I'm not talking about people in the higher SEMs here, Councillor, as you can imagine. Yeah. I'm talking about people who really work hard and don't earn much, and you know the prices of food is so high. So yeah. no one is accountable. No one comes out and says sorry. No one compensates for it. Our people are getting to a point where they are just so disheartened. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. And I'm experiencing this firsthand um, in my community. And, you know, I want to tell you that my heart really goes out to the rest of South Africa, to all the other wards that are experiencing it. Um, but in my ward, I will continue to, to fight for our residents. I mean, um, to see our elderly suffer like they do, residents that leave their home in, in darkness and return in darkness, um, most of the times never have the luxury to, to have a hot meal, it is really becoming unbearable, and I, and I understand that it's happening in the rest of the country, but it's also happening um, in our ward, and it's becoming very, very difficult. In fact, it's unbearable. Yeah, it is uh, very tough. It is very tough for all of us as South Africans, and we all speak in one voice, uh, but our voice needs to be heard. Something needs to be done. Um, and we need to come up with solutions. On Sunday, I had a conversation with my 13 turning 14 year old son and he said he is thinking of alternative power solutions so it's going to wow. take time mom but it's it's things we can do using nature and yeah. so on and he went on and says i'm going to get this done and he said you know one thing i don't like and i find it very weak and i said what it is what is it he said people who complain without a solution you know it, it, it touched my heart i was like oh <gasps> I'm 37 and my little boy is telling me 
something that is true. And we as adults forget that. People in leadership forget that. Right now, you and I are talking about issues that are very true. But what solution do you give? Does your letter outline any solution? Well, absolutely. Um, look, well, the one thing that we, the, the reason why we are experiencing this, uh, these extended power outages is because of damaged cable. One damaged cable that is in supplying the entire community um, with power. Now, this damaged cable has been damaged and has been um, um, uh, giving our community problems for the last 12 years. Um, when I um, became the ward counselor in this ward, I said, what is it that we can do to assist ESCOM? Uh, we have met with the senior management of ESCOM, um, and we, they've indicated to us that they do not have the funding uh, to replace this specific cable. But, you know, this specific cable is our lifeline in our community. We have then uh, been speaking to various businesses um, to try and obtain the funding. We have now finally obtained the funding, um, and we've said to ESCOM, here, yeah, here's a donation, we've got the funding, can we now please replace the, the um, damaged cable? ESCOM has now indicated to us that it will take them 9 to 12 months to accept those donations. So that means for the next 9 to 12 months, while they uh, go through the strenuous process to accept the donation, we will continue to sit without power for extended periods in this world. So we've provided them with a, with a solution, but I mean, um, we need some. We need them to come to the table. We need them to come and um, assist us with the problem that we are facing. Well, uh, let's uh, take a quick break, and then we're going to get messages. If you are from uh, a community that is experiencing um, extended outages, not just load shedding, extended outages, and you want to give us some solutions, uh, your concerns give us examples of things that you have lost, whatever it is, you can do so. Send a WhatsApp to 0614-104-107. Our guest is uh, Ward 109's counsellor, uh, Councillor Peter Feldrich. Service Delivery Watch on the Morning Bliss. Good morning, South Africa. And also, World 109 members who's listening in. This morning, I also want to say to the higher authority who's also listening in this morning, uh, we at World 109 are very, uh, very, very disappointed in uh, ESCOM service to, towards our, our power supply. Um, like the, our council has said, in the past 12 months, we have uh, had lots of uh, f failure from, from ESCOM, actually. Uh, power failure that uh, cables that there's been uh, damage and repairs take very long from their side. And um, there's still houses around here that doesn't have power now for more than two weeks. Um, I, I, and all of this stuff, um, it, 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 it's very concerning because uh, for the past I would also say uh, for the past year there has been murders, there has been 
rob, uh, robberies. There's been um, uh, uh, house uh, house breaks and um, domestic violence, and all of this stuff is um, very concerned because. Uh, it looks to me like our, commu- our, our community is going to uh, a red zone where it was once a little bit peaceful. And just the other day now, I would say about a week or what back, the flames were burning around here. And, um, our, our people are getting angry at uh, the service that is being delivered to us. They they call they make phone calls towards um, ESCOM and they get no replies. No one pick up. So I would like to to say that um, we are very disappointed in uh, the service we are we are getting. And I thank you. Residents of Ward One Zero Nine um, around uh, Cape Town are not happy. They are telling us exactly what it is they are facing. They are not the only ones who are not happy. A lot of South Africans are experiencing a similar, if not worse, um, issue when it comes to electricity. Our guest is uh, Ward 109's councillor, Peter Helfrich, um, and we are trying to see what solutions can be uh, done so that people can live with services that they require. Now, Councillor Peter, the issue of crime when the lights go out is a very serious issue. That, uh, absolutely, absolutely. How, how do we deal with it? Look, uh, what, what we have done is we've said we cannot just rely on SAPs, we cannot just rely on, um, on ESCOM to, 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 you know, to try and avoid these extended power outages. We can see it's not, it's not going to happen. Um, very soon, hopefully, we do get some intervention from from the president's office. But what are we going to do as a community? We have now established um, street committees, and in those street committees, we have people patrolling our streets to safeguard the ESCOM infrastructure, um, but also to safeguard our residents because we've seen during these um, extended power outages, especially, and during load shedding, that people are being robbed, people are being killed. Vandals are thriving and they are stealing ESCOM infrastructure. So we have now, in addition to our neighborhood watches that are patrolling the lines, that are patrolling our streets, we have now started um, trying to establish street committees that will um, assist us to, to, um, to, to avoid these crimes from happening, but also to avoid people from stealing um, ESCOM infrastructure. Yeah, we've got uh, so many messages. Uh, let me go to this one. It says... Um, good morning. Our community appreciates every effort from our councillor as it's frustrating for us to get load shedding outside of the schedule. Thank you for going the extra mile, councillor. I am from Ward 109. This person doesn't give us their name, though. Let's mm. uh, go to a message. Clearly, you are being appreciated. Thank you. Goeienaand, 
en ons kouwensele doen sy uiterste best. Eskom wil netieve kouwensele hoor Wat moet ons kouwensele nou nog maak, dat Eskom vir ons kan hoor en vir hom. Hy is ons woord kouwensele, woord 109. Peter Jalverik Nee man Eskom man, ons is nou mooi dik, ons is dik van julle nou. Baie dik. Hoorslag vir ons kouwensele, man hy plee nou al by julle al, maar julle wil nog die kop genie. Hi, greetings, greetings to everyone. Uh, thank you so much, um, Councillor Peter Helfrey. Thank you, SAFM, for the opportunity. Um, I just want to ask one particular thing. I'm a community member of Makasa. I live opposite the substation that is distributing electricity to uh, the greater Makasa. So the problem that we sit with uh, most of the time is that um, whenever there's uh, load shedding and then we sit with extended load shedding, especially at night, and then those extended load shedding are always uh, being justified with the fact that the power station has been vandalized, uh, there has been theft there, uh, any kind of situation that that caused is because someone um, they normally actually use the word tick copper. Tick copper are those who vandalize, break in the in the property and steal the cables there. Um, the, there's only one thing that I want to ask is security. Security around this premises because it, this property um, serves a very big role in Makasa. I'm asking for a 24-hour security pro, um, guarding around this property if they can get cameras around this this property if they can get those solar lights to have lights all the time whenever even if it's during load shedding so that they can be light there those cameras will also be working with solar or something so that they can they can always be an eye on that property because it's very important so that is my cry Thank you very much. If this message can come, get uh, get through to the president, we will appreciate it. We need security for this premises, not only in Makassar, but everywhere else, because. Well, uh, I'm going to ask you, uh, Councillor Helder Fletcher, to uh, respond around the need for security at power stations. After service delivery watch on the morning bliss our guest is uh, ward 109's councillor peter helfrich who is joining us that told us about the letter that he wrote to the president he wrote it on the 22nd of May, sent it to him around the electricity crisis in Wonwad 09. The one thing for certain I can say is that this particular crisis is one that I know too well, and I don't live in the same mood. I'm in Johannesburg, uh, but it's happening, and we are all concerned. Issue of cables, theft, issue of vandalism, 
and lack of security is also an issue. Can you please uh, weigh in on what can be done or what should be done, councillor, to protect the power stations or substations in our communities? Thank you very, very much. Um, <clears throat> the issue of um, security is a very important one. So the, we have got a one substation supplying the entire ward with electricity. On the 1st of May, the substation was vandalized, uh, broken into, vandalized, and it is the 24th of May today. It has not been repaired yet. Um, ESCOM is struggling to find parts to, to replace and repair the substation, which means for 24 days, residents have had to suffer um, with in extended power outages. This over above um, load shedding. Now, before the substation was vandalized on the 1st of May, many months before this, um, residents identified the problem and said, this is the only substation supplying our ward with, with power. We need to find security to protect the substation um, because they knew if something had to happen to this substation, we would sit with the situation we are currently sitting. Um, we understand that SAPS and Metro Police law enforcement, they cannot be at every single substation. Um, and uh, so, so what we've asked is, is please place security at the substation. It's a vital uh, and important um, 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 part of the infrastructure in the ward that supplies us with power. Even if ESCOM does not have the funding to place security there, we are able to assist them with that funding. We've done this with a cable on Makassa Road um, that supplies the ward with power where we've had continuous, um, uh, uh, um, um, where, where vandals have continuously stolen the cable. We have now placed the permanent security there and this is not funded by ESCOM. It's privately funded. We are able to do the same um, with, the, with, the, with the substation, but we are going to now have to get the buy-in from, from ESCOM for them to be able to accept this donation. Uh, uh, fortunately, the, the, the security that's been placed on the road to protect the cable, um, it's, it's, a, it's a public road and the security is patrolling the road. We did not require much um, you know, um, approval from ESCOM. But when it comes to the substation for security to be placed there, we really need them to come on board. It will not cost them a cent, but it will avoid a situation where they now have to run around to try and repair a substation that has been badly vandalized, like the one um, that is vandalized in our ward. But security is vital. We cannot do without it. Um, we really hope that ESCO um, will listen to this plea. We are hoping they are listening, not only ESCOM, the Minister of Energy um, and the President himself, because Absolutely. at the end of the day, something needs to happen. Something's got to give. A solution is needed. Uh, this one says, good morning. I just want to say thank you to our councillor for all his efforts. He really goes out of his way to sort the ESCOM problems out. Hey, councillor, your people are up, eh? What one or nine? Yeah. You are morning blisses, A-teamers. Yeah. You are up. Another one says, has Peter taken this up with our Cape Town City Council? What is the mayor doing about Ward 109's problems? Uh, that's a very important question. Um, look, unfortunately, uh, the mayor's hands is somewhat tied because this is an ESCOM-supplied area. 
It's not like it's a city-supplied area, but I know the mayor has plans for us to move over to become um, a city-supplied area. We are one of a few wards still left in, in the city that is not um, that does not receive power from the city. I'm happy that the mayor is taking that up, um, and I know that it's part of his plans for us to move over from ESCOM um, to the city. There is discussions um, between ESCOM and the city on that level. But what difference will that make for residents? Because we're using the same infrastructure. It's just the billing that is different. Look, uh, you, uh, at the moment, you will find um, where the city supplies electricity. It's also our staff maintaining um, infrastructure. So um, for me as a councillor, I wouldn't have direct oversight over that. Um, but what we have experienced in other wards where the city supplies electricity is that um, the technicians come out sooner. Um, they, they also we don't uh, they don't experience the, the the level of load shedding that we uh, ESCOM supplied areas um, experience. Uh, for example, if we are on stage six load shedding, they would be on stage four. So there are interventions from the city of Cape Town in terms of that. But also, I think the most important thing is is, is the technicians that come out quicker, and also parts that is sourced quicker to to replace um, um, infrastructure. All right. So this says to me. There's clearly an uh, administrative, um, engineering issue at ESCOM. If the same infrastructure can hold and uh, still be maintained quicker and faster by a city council, if it's uh, headed by them, then there's something wrong at ESCOM. And we must call a spade a spade. We should stop calling it a shoveling spoon. Absolutely. And, you know, what What I hate is to start playing the blame game, to say that, look, the city is now providing a better service than ESCO. That that should never be the should never be the case. But unfortunately, it's very obvious. Residents can see it. Um, there is a better service and quicker service being provided by the city. And everybody um, in, in Cape Town wants to move over to the city grid. They want to be supplied with electricity by the city because they see that um, clients are being treated um, better and, and services are quicker and more efficient. Let's uh, go to voice notes from our listeners. Thank you. It's becoming unbearable to stay in Makassar. Our court council is trying it out most best, but ESCOM don't join the party. Our kids have to suffer because they can't do their homework. Our businesses is closing down and people have to go into the dark out of the dark to work, come back into the dark. The little kids don't have, the babies can't even drink a bottle or anything because of ESCOM. Our council is really trying. He's doing and doing and doing. But ESCOM is just bad. They don't join the party. Please, please, please. It's not nice to stay in our world currently now due to ESCOM. Good morning, good morning, Sister Patricia, and good morning to your guests. Um, to be honest, ESCOM is like a car with no engine, and you keep putting petrol, expecting it to move. It won't move. We are a country of 60 million people, and the president has got to answer each and every person to say, where is the electricity? If the problem was money, the government was just going to print money and put it there at ESCOM. But it doesn't work like that. So the people of our country need to listen and listen very carefully. This problem is more than 
we can understand. We can't be throwing money on this broken vehicle. Let's use our core. Let's build core power stations. That's our solution. The rest is just stories of greedy people. And it's now electioneering time. We all know. Everybody wants to be seen as being doing something. I wish we had more time, uh, Councillor Peter mm. Helfridge. But the one thing for certain is that a change is required. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Thank you for your efforts. Should you get a response from the presidency from your letter, please share that with us. Absolutely. I will do that. Thank you very much for having me once again. And a strength to all South Africans with all these blackouts in this winter. It is mm. uh, just five o'clock shy, a couple of seconds shy of being five o'clock. We're heading home.